Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Thursday, episode 710 of Coach Unplugged, part two with Coach Carter here. Um, but before we jump into that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I've been talking about our new site. I'm so excited. If you can't tell in my voice, I'm so excited about all the stuff that's happening and all the new resources we have. And there's no community like this. I'm telling you, um, we, have, we have poured a lot of money and resources into the site, which is the reason for the monthly there's going to be a three in front. If you're thinking of joining and you want to join, join now. Your, once you get in at your price, it's that price forever. I have, I have people that I have people that have been in the membership for a really long time at a really really low price, and I love it because they're 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 members. They're 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 vested in our community. So if you're thinking of joining, come on over and, and join us. Also, go go over and check out Doctor Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. We own two of them, like I've said before. If you if you like it, if you bought one recently. I would love to hear, I'd love to share some of this stuff and I won't share it if you tell me not to, but um, send me an email, say, hey, I bought one because of Coach Unplugged. I used a discount, it was awesome, it rocked, thank you so much. Steve at teachhoops.com, do that. I'll send you a little, send you a little, little something. Um, anyway, uh, let's head off to the podcast. You know, and if that's only 20%, yeah, you're right. They're not gonna put the extra effort in. They're not. Because every coach, has the two hour slot. And that's what I, you know, that's what I try to explain. What separates myself from other coaches is that, uh, yeah, everyone has that two hour slot. Everyone has 22 games. Right. Okay. Out of the 365 days, how many, how many days are your guys touching the basket, right? Outside of the season. How many times are you guys studying tape outside of practice? You know, how many miles are your guys running to get in shape before preseason, right? Those are the really good coaches that get those guys to do that. It's that little bit extra. Yeah, I and, agree. and you can't obviously your coach, you would tell them to do it, but that's not that's not your job there. Your job is to 
influence them and encourage them. Aren't one in those two hours? They're con- they're right. contained in that two hours, but they're con- they're they're one like right now, like yeah. at ten o'clock on a Wednesday. Yep. Someone's doing something. That's when they're one because no one's watching. And, and so, so, so to, to, to build off of that, I think, you know, to have uh, parent support. So, you know, maybe a couple of good dads that been around the game. Um, maybe they'll take a, a team and play fall ball um, and trusting them and being able to communicate. Say, hey, listen, I know, you know, you went to Dartmouth and you ran the wheel. Right. But, um, you know, I'm comfortable running uh, the flex. So. Right. And, and, and this is something for the young coaches, too. Don't get caught up too much on the summer. I mean, the correlation, and this is a stats teacher, I mean, the correlation mm-hmm. between what you do in July and the specific offense you run and what happens in January, they're not that closely related, I agree. to be honest with you. I People agree. worry way too much about that stuff. I agree. Are they playing hard? And are they listening? And and do they yeah. like each other? That's more than more than if you run the offense exactly right. Trust me, you're not you're not you're you're, you're throwing them on a tournament. They're going playing four games in a weekend. Yeah, it's that doesn't people put too much stock in that, in my opinion. Way I agree because the correlation they forget it. Like by by August, they're thinking about their girlfriend. They're not thinking about playing in July. Kind of. And just yeah, just to get them to play. When it's hot. Uh, One of the things you you speak of uh, July, one of the things that we did that was unique that they don't do anymore is I had my varsity guys or guys that were going to play varsity. A lot of times those guys played JV. I had them in the men's league in the summer men's league in our town that my coach, good idea. Doug Snyder, uh, started. And we would win one game. And we, we were like, all right, listen, let's, we have to win one game. And the men, the men, they knew. They're like, all right, this high school team, they're not good, but they usually win one game, and please don't let that be against us. <laughs> one game we'll come out and we'll make some shots. You, you right. know how this is. Yeah, so- yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be showed but, up. Yeah, I don't want to be right, showed right. up. What I liked about having the young guys in the men's league and, and the moms were against it. It was like, oh my gosh, my, my 15-year-old son is going against – he's 6'8". He played – I mean, sometimes we play against guys that – Played in college, right? And they're and they're men, like they're men. men. They're men. That's the difference. But yeah. the young college guys sometimes, because they're you know they're trying they're they're trying to get after it. They don't get it sometimes. I'm like, all right, this is a kid. He's just trying to learn. Like you don't have to throw an elbow in his chest. <laughs> oh, that's how. That's what they oh, did. Yeah. I'm gonna teach him how to be a better human being. And it's like, all right, you're really not. <laughs> but but that's how I learned. That's how I grew up. No, I did too. It's like, I, I mean, I'm in Madison and it's like, I'd go down to the UW, you know, and you'd get your crud beat out of you by some, you know, guys that used to be good, but now they're two steps slow kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. We used to have a game called Lois Gets Snuck. It was every man for himself up to 35. So kind of like 21 or Oklahoma. You ever, you ever play that? Yep. 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 Uh, and if you had the lowest score, everyone was allowed to punch you in the chest. Not sure that would work now. Yeah. <laughs> these, are, these are your friends, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I so, mean, there's been studies showing that if kids go to a playground and play, they'll even the teams out because they want it to be competitive. Yeah, yeah. If you send like 10 kids, there's been studies, educational studies, that that's the problem with parents over-scheduling right now and doing everything for them. Like, in, it was like a whole sandlight, sandlot baseball thing and basketball in the sense that, so let's say you put 10 kids on a court and say, go play. They're mm-hmm. going to try to balance it because they don't want to put five, all the five good ones on one team 
in the bat because they know who's relatively good, who's not. You haven't because seen it, my morning basketball club. <laughs> because it's no fun if you if you win every game by a lot. After a while, it becomes boring. I, I, I agree. I agree on the theory. Um, in, in the morning basketball, my little program. Is it the king of the court, though? Do yes. They, yeah, see, that's the, the problem. Let's say if it's not king of the court, the king of the court's different in the sense that if you win, you get to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to stack it. But if it's like if you just put ten kids on that court and you said go play for an hour, mm-hmm. they would balance it out. They, for an hour, they're going to play. They don't want to win every game for the next hour. That's no fun. Yeah. That's not competitive. Da, da, da. But king of the court's different in the sense that I want the best team because I want to stay. I want to keep playing. So there's this that that yeah that yeah, was part I, of it. I've actually seen that study. It's uh, when when the challenge is either too high or the challenge is too low. There's no flow. Yeah, like a kid can't hit a curveball. Well, they're gonna they're gonna do something like he gets extra pitches, and because mm-hmm. they want they want the game to keep moving. Otherwise, it's not enjoyable for them. Um, you know, you just stop play, you stop playing then and do something else. All right, Coach, keep going, Coach. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, this is great. This is awesome. Um, I, I've missed this because I there's no sports. Right. The only thing we've <laughs> I've I've watched is the Last Dance. Have you been watching that? I, I have. I'm a couple behind though. So okay. right, I'm not going to ruin it. For don't you. ruin it. Don't say. I mean, I lived it, but don't ruin it. Yeah. I'm glad That's that cool. my my kids are getting able to get a glimpse. I, like, I don't think you a guys. A glimpse of his greatness is what I'm telling people. Yes, people I, don't have any sense of how good he really was. They just know his shoes are cool. Yeah. And, and how good Rodman was. Yeah, Rodman just he found a niche. He found a role. That was the key with him. And so I guess that that brings me to the next next thing of building a program. One, I, I don't like to waste time. I don't like to waste uh, our space, you know, when we're training in season, um, try to establish relationships, try to uh, build trust in the players and, and, and in the families as well. They have to know that I mean well. And I've gotten better at that And because I have my own kid, you know, and I'm like, listen, I get it. I need him to be at practice on time. And if he's not doing things right, I'm going to be on him. And guess what? He's going to start picking up his shoes, uh, you know, and he's going to start cleaning. At home. Yeah. Yeah, At home. All right. And so when he says, yes, coach, or yes, sir, whatever, he's going to say, yes, dad. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. Oh, you know, this is not just for me because he's going to go home and go, coach Carter doesn't like me. Listen, I love you. That's why, right. that's why I'm putting this effort in to try to help you. And guess what? Some coach did that for me as well. Right. And that's, yeah. And, and the thing is, you got to try to, uh, what I tell them, you try to, you got to try to get the, um, the parents as allies too. I think sometimes young coaches think these parents are like, I mean, it's easier to, it's easier to over communicate and get them as an ally than try to, to not, to be honest with you. However, game has changed so much where the parents, they're, they're so specialized because it sounds like you and I may have grown, grown up playing everything. Is that right? I did. I yeah. did. I, 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 you just have that vibe that, you know, you talk about baseball and basketball. And, and as you know, I, you know, I played football and soccer. You know, I, I coached lacrosse. So I grew up playing everything. You know, you, you look which made out, you a better competitor, which I think part of what we're losing right now, I, to be honest with you. It made absolutely. you a better competitor. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and problem solver. You know, just figure it out. Um, no, you, we were talking about like playing multiple sports. Yes. Oh, oh, and being specialized. Thank you for yeah. bringing me back. Yep. Uh, and and you know these parents, they're like, oh well, you know, Johnny, he he plays in this league and he plays against this player and he he plays full time. Yeah, that's 
probably not the best for him. Right. It's probably not the best for Johnny to be playing basketball year round. And then, you know, I don't know who's coaching him. I don't know, you know, who he's playing against, you know, but he's, you know, he's a little bit behind on some of the concepts versus uh, this other kid who only plays basketball during the season, but he plays, you know, high level soccer, plays high level ba- uh, baseball, and he goes to tournaments all over the, uh, you know, all over the, the state in the summer playing all three. And then he comes in the season and he's like, hey, coach, I'm a little rusty. But he understands how to dissect the three on two. He understands how to help the helper, right? Fill the gap. He understands when the timing of a pass. And so, you know, um, Steve Nash calls that physical literacy. And so try to develop phys- physical literacy where they can like understand. You like that term? I do like that term. Yeah, I, I throw that around when I can. Uh, and it's, he says that there's a specific age in which I, I guess I, six to seven is when they can start really getting developed. And then to about... 12 years old. So that's where I'm at now, about middle school. And if you can do like 10 things, if you can do, you can, you can do these 10 things, um, now you're going to be ready to be a really good competitor. And no matter what you're doing, football, basketball, wow. all these different sports, they have these certain situations, right? A one-on-one, a two-on-one, a three-on-two, a four-on-two, going on a fast break with a trail, right? Or someone's coming in on an angle. And so reading the angles and reading the play um and so you only get that by multiple reps different sports i'm a firm believer in that i am and, and the studies have shown especially at the young, like your kids age right now they should play multiple sports it's it's an injury prevention thing and it's also a you know motor skill thing uh, um, that's that's what i mean by the physical literacy the motor yeah. skill it's Pop. motor skill. It's like people underestimate that motor skill. And in 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 bodies like Giannis and LeBron and stuff are so big too that you know I think I think I read somewhere LeBron spends almost a million dollars a year on his body. I, I believe that he's got. I've, I've seen some of his specific trainings. Yeah, it's crazy in my opinion. Yeah, uh-huh. it's um, but I think he does that because he knows it's it's he's doing the same things over and over again. Uh-huh. That's the issue. Okay. okay, what else, Coach? On building a program? Yeah, so uh, you, you got to have good practices. You know? Okay, what do you mean by good practice? We, we call it Lombardi time. So you're, you're a Wisconsin guy. Ooh, so I know what Lombardi time is. Right, you know, a little party. Um, so we call it, we call it Lambo time or yeah, yeah. Lambo time. So yeah. how how do you, how do you how do you say? Well, Lambo it's fifteen time? minutes early because the clock's oh, off. Fifteen. Five minutes, but go ahead, fifteen yeah, minutes. It's, it's fifteen minutes. The clock is fifteen minutes in mm-hmm. Lambo. Yep. Um. So when I say a meeting's at four, you're there at three forty-five. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's Lambo time. We give them a little bit more of a cushion. We say five minutes. Yep. So you want to be there five minutes early. And if you're if you're early, you're on time. And if you're on time, you're late. Again, if you if you get there early, and a lot of times my guys do, you lace them up. You start doing form shooting. And so I, I think that is the skill can't be practiced enough. Pete Carrill has the quote: "Bad shooters are always open. <laughs> he won't pass me the ball. I'm open. Yeah, you're open. You're for open a- for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> I've used that a thousand times. There's a reason they're not guarding you because you're horrible." <laughs> Yes, I've heard Bob Huggins talk about that once. He's going, you're open because you're bad, you know, (laughs) not guarding you, yeah. Yeah, so I want to make sure that guys on our team, at least if they leave them open, they can make a shot. So um, we do form shooting. I I, I get that from uh, Jay Wright. Sure, the hand placement is is right on the ball, you know, elbow in and gooseneck flexion. And uh, we we actually take it even a step further where we don't want to hit the rim at all. Perfect shots. I call those perfect shots. Yep. So, yeah, well, one of our warm-ups with form shooting is perfect shots. You got to get three perfect shots where, you know, you're four feet, then you're six feet, then you're eight mm-hmm. feet. It's not hitting the rim. 
So I don't care if it goes in. I mean, nope. perfect shot. It's like putting. I, I always use the reference of golf. You're just trying to get the, your feel for the, you know, the green mm-hmm. or the rims. Yep. Um, and that's why, yeah, that's why we talk about it in terms of that. Yeah. And so uh, we'll do that from um, the middle. And like you said, four, six, eight. And then um, a lot of times we'll, we'll do it from different sides. So we'll do form shooting from the side. And then even if we have, like I said, um, if we have too many guys, so usually I say groups of three. So three guys in front, three guys on the side. We have about three hoops. We have about, I don't know, on the middle school team, about 18 guys. So we can fit those guys on those three hoops. You know, a lot of balls flying up at one rim at the same time. Sometimes the balls will hit each other. That happens, right? They're, at least they're getting some reps in. I also have them shoot either at a brick on the wall all right, you guys were a little bit late. All right, you guys get the wall. Or sometimes I'll have them shoot on the side of the backboard. And so just... Oh, do- yeah, the, the, the up and down. Because you're, you're not talking fan backboards. You're talking um, rectangular. Yep, rectangular. Yeah. Um, just getting some, some wrist action, just getting some reps in there. Uh, and so that's how we start practice. And, and then we'll usually go for about 20 minutes of some kind of cardio, some type of fitness. And it could be something as like sharks and minnows. Sometimes right. we'll play tap. Uh, and if we didn't play well, then we'll just do some suicides. You know, we'll get them going. Uh, and uh, I'm not afraid of that. You know, right. that's the way I was coached. And I, I also, you know, I have parents and I have other coaches that don't believe in fitness as a punishment and don't believe in, I, I believe in consequences. Like, listen, when you turn the ball over, the other team gets a chance to score. Right. There's a, there's an immediate consequence. Right. It's one thing and then another thing. I know. Yeah. 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 So when you don't play hard, this is what will happen. If you don't pay your, if you don't pay your, you know, your tax bill, the tax man's coming to take your house away. Yes. Or your electric, you don't pay your electric bill. They're going to turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. So there's a consequence eventually. Yes. Consequences. And so, you know, but you shouldn't use fitness as a punishment. I do. Um, I wouldn't say. It's it's like anything in life too. There's a bit of moderation with it. If you're always punishing them. And it's not going to work. So I get that. Absolutely. Um, I get but, that. Uh, but uh, my, my college coach, he, he gives the speech of, you know, there's people in other parts of the world that don't have this opportunity to run and play. Like, remember, we're, we're playing a game. We're playing a sport here, right? And right. Then there's other people that have disabilities or anyone who's ever been injured, right? And so remember, when you have a chance to run and have a chance to play, it's a privilege. Now, it might be hard, right? <laughs> you might right. be gasping for air. Right. But it's a privilege. You get a chance to run. You get a chance to play. So take advantage of it. Don't let your first world problems get in your way. Exactly. You know, that's what ticks me off. It's like, there's a couple, I mean, why, I mean, you have a house, you have food, you're healthy. Stop talking it to me. Like, there's kids that, yeah, yeah, especially what's going on in the world right now. So hopefully, I think when kids come back, maybe cherish this more. They'll cherish a so. lot of things more. I'm hoping. So just being with their friends. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. They, they allow us to keep these podcasts moving and chugging and uh, allow us to pay the bills. Um, so it's one way that you can give back. If you love these podcasts, come over and join for a couple of months. We get 14 day free trial, kick the tires around. And we've got lots of great new things going up on a daily basis. We would love if you subscribe and like um, wherever you, you do that, Apple, Spotify. Um, and then go over and check out our other two podcasts, uh, High School Hoops and Teacher Sidegate. I think you'll love them. All right, let's head back to the podcast. I think the relationship building. All right, anything else before I get to my rapid fire questions, coach? 
Oh, we're gonna do rapid fire. Oh, I'm nervous. No, um, it's okay. I got a bunch of questions, but I, I want to make sure you've gotten everything you want to talk to. Yeah. Before I, I uh, yeah, yeah. Having good practices. Um, one thing I use is Team Snap, uh, the app, and yep. it helps me communicate with the parents. You know, when the games are, when, what time you should show up, and I think having some of those resources again builds trust in the parents, and they're, they're able to support your message. Uh, I tell them right from the beginning. I have uh, a nice little blurb and I say listen I am direct you know I'm not going to sugarcoat it um your son's not going to like me all the time I don't right. think I don't think anyone likes anyone all the time yep. right and so you know if if your son comes home from practice and you know he is not feeling you know like oh coach Carter talk to him about it and then talk to me about it but don't jump down my throat I can't believe you said this to my son and the well, Listen, and then I'm, have yeah. Well, in my rule is the kid talks to me first, then the kid and the parent talk to me next. I agree. It's like, I agree. Yeah, there has to be some sort of communication going on. I so, agree. Do you have like a um like a, a rules or standards thing? I have? I have a protocol as far yeah. as like missing practice and those mm -hmm. sort of things. So my theory is if you miss practice for any reason, you either don't start or you don't go in when you normally go in. So wow. no matter what, and wow. I'm not punishing your son or daughter. I'm rewarding the kids that are there because they've missed something. It's like, I'm not going to put them in a, I'm not going to, if your son or daughter misses my AP stats class, I'm not going to give them a test right when they come back. I'm going to make sure they got everything they need before they take the test. Our test is game day. Your son or daughter was sick with the flu. I, I feel you, but then they don't, I mean, it's not that they're not going to get to play. I'm just not going to start them or I'm not going to put them in, you know, in the first four minutes when I normally do. I'm going to put them in a little bit later because I'm re I'm rewarding the kids that are there, that are working. I like I've that. had kid miss for funerals. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, huh? I'm stealing that from you. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's how you word it to the parents. It's I'm That's not it. punishing your child. I'm That's rewarding it. the kids that are there because they've missed something. And it's like, and I, and I, it's like, I, I've had kids miss for tons of reasons. Like, and, the, and there's a spectrum some kids will miss because but they, the know. funny thing is uh are you rewarding them <laughs> by putting them in the game <laughs> the guys that are on the bench are you rewarding them because <laughs> they're like oh we don't really want to play coach. right now nah, most <laughs> of them do most of them do and it's like you know my sixth man gets a chance like it's, sixth man. it's, it's the whole like um joe dimaggio thing you know i think he had the record of consecutive games because one guy took a day off and then he never gave it up again people get sick people die people have a point things happen i just don't want you to miss because mom put a dental appointment during my practice well oh, that's every then it's not day. that important that's every day it's not a priority it's, it's not a priority so i mean and then and the, and, and the thing is it, when i first put it in it was a battle but it's not a, i mean kids just know now like it's a if, part of your culture it's a part of the culture they they know if they miss or they're late or something like that um you know and they get and then i have like a of a tardiness policy where if they the, the first time they run the second time we run third time they sit. so wow. it's a it's wow, a, wow 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 you got you got some good stuff here it's Kyle. a hierarchy interviewing a, you <laughs> it's a hierarchy like first time you you were late you run okay second time you were late we all run because you shouldn't you know and the thing is it's different like i have kids that are on buses coming all over from the city and there's a snowstorm and they're going to be late just call me that's cool you're not late it, things happen i get that you so you're know flexible. You're, i'm flexible on that you know if a kid's driving and they didn't leave early enough Mm -hmm. okay you're late then that's you know you, that's your problem for not watching the weather forecast mm -hmm. and reading my six snapchats i sent you the night before saying 
it's going to snow, leave early. It's going to snow, leave early. That's okay. your problem. That's not mine at that point. I want you to be safe. Um, yeah, you know, you can't you? control the bus or you can't control the subway or whatever's coming. Totally get that. You just have to let me know. You have a phone because you live with a phone connected to your hand. Oh so God. you can text me. You all have my <laughs> phone number. And that's all I want. I just want them. I'm trying to teach them a life skill. Absolutely. Uh, it's more than about basketball. It's like, Absolutely. you're going to be late to work call your boss. The boss will probably be okay with it if it doesn't happen very often because things happen. Your, your kid just threw up on you and you're going to be late to work. Yep. As long as they know and they can cover it, they're going to be okay with it. So what level do you coach? I'm a varsity high school boys basketball. And how's your, how's your team? Uh, how How is our team like last year or how has our team been? Uh, I mean, we've okay. been really good in Wisconsin. Okay. I think we've, okay. yeah, we've been, I think we've won three state titles. Wow. Um, been to the state tournament 10 times i think in my 20 some years wow. i've been pretty good we've been any, pretty good. any any guys go off and and, and play? uh wesley plays for the bucks right now wesley matthews um that's your guy yeah he played i for love me. him yeah wesley's a great guy he was in portland for a little bit he was bit. in portland and yep. then he was in uh Dallas. Dallas. Yep. Yeah, and then he had him. a short stint in new york i think for like six games or 12 games oh, is that right yeah. he came over with uh dennis jr right dennis yeah jr. yeah something like that yeah yeah uh was wesley matthew's dad a coach or a player? wesley matthew's dad played for the badgers and then played for the lakers he was magic's backup and then i've uh vander played for the lakers for a little bit he's in the g league he's like number three score all time in the g league vander so, yeah, you've had some ballers you must yeah. have a good oh yeah we've got like i've had like uh i don't know like 10 12 guys play professionally i think something like that yeah We've had some players. We've been good. I've been very blessed. Been very blessed. <laughs> very blessed. And Madison's, that's that's like the city, right? Yeah, Madison's the capital of, of, of Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So it's about the metropolitan area. The county is probably about 500,000. So are you the biggest school in Madison? Uh, we're the second biggest school in Madison. Um, Madison West is bigger than us, but um, we're probably in the top 10 in the state. Milwaukee's, don't get me started on Milwaukee. I, I, yeah, anyway. Um, it's, like the most <laughs> it's like one of the most segregated cities in the country anyway or counties or whatever but anyway uh, they're breaking up their high schools right now so they're they're all their big schools are trying to make them smaller so they're moving actually down divisions rather than up um yeah anything else i'm building a program uh, I, could, I mean i'm i could talk for 12 hours about building a program but no, I, I'm, I'm interested man this is this <laughs> is awesome it's really great to meet you i'm gonna have to uh you know do some homework and research and, and maybe get some some drills from okay. you i mean I, i'm over here bragging about my division titles you've been in the state tournament 10 times and <laughs> some state championships you're just sitting there i'll like, send you a link i'll send you a link i think our 2011 state championship game was triple overtime was one of the best games i've ever seen I'll send, you, I'll send you a link i'll see if i can find the link i know it's on i know it's on youtube but i'll find it so are, are you on are you on uh are you in agreement with some of the things that i'm saying about building a program yes maybe? yes i would jump in if i wasn't i would jump in if, I wasn't. <laughs> if anything i'm opinionated if anything i'm opinionated all right let's uh let's go through let's go through our rapid fire i've got like 16 pages but i won't get through all these okay um what's your um what's your uh coaching philosophy uh my coaching philosophy in um, in a paragraph form rather than paragraph any form yes uh, play hard play together always do your best how's that that's good i, I like that uh What's your favorite brand of basketball, like the ball you actually play with, the round circular thing? I 
am a snob. I almost won't play with anything except for a Wilson Evolution. Wilson tends to be uh, – we, we use Spalding because the state yeah. tournament uses okay. Spalding. So, yeah, Wilson uh, Evolution. Wilson Evolution. Okay. Uh, one, one word to describe your ideal player. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, no one's actually, actually, actually – uh, no one's actually said that. That's funny. That's um, okay. uh, uh, I would say that's a, that's a really good question, man. You you got some stumpers here. Something that something a word that describes sharing the ball. So okay, I what, like that. Uh, you're you're Ivy Ivy League guy. Well, 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 yeah, sharing's good. I like sharing. sharing. I just like the easy word sharing. What if you go to one sporting event? What would it be and why? Uh, if I could go to one sporting event, I think I would go to the Final Four. I just love the craziness. It is pretty crazy college hoops um i've had a couple friends that have gone to the final fours and and taken pictures and i've been so jealous so i took my son last year was in minneapolis it was unbelievable it was unbelievable yeah yeah we i hadn't been in like 20 years it's it's it yeah every if you love basketball you gotta go to a final four it's a zoo it's a literally a zoo but it's it's a fun zoo and it's so exciting it's so exciting. Yeah. And everyone's – yeah, it's, it's very exciting. Um, one skill not being taught in today's game. Closing out, boxing out. You know, okay. I, I feel like I, I have to teach it, and then it doesn't – It know, doesn't resonate, the, I know. One uh, – do you have one – Do you, are you superstitious? Sort of, yes. I okay, would say – you yeah. have one superstition? Yeah. Um, well, I have a favorite pair of underwear that I wear in a big game. Uh, okay. I have my – my game, my game draws. <laughs> yeah, that works. Uh, one thing you do to relax. Get lost in a book. Uh, you know, I, I read some of, you know, I love Phil Jackson's books or uh, sometimes listen to music, meditate. One, uh, best, best player you have seen in person. Uh, I saw Michael. Okay. I saw, I saw Jordan. I saw, uh, we, we try to, we're big Golden State fans. So we try to see Steph every time he comes, comes to town. Town. Okay. Uh, so best player of all time. And we met uh, Dr. J two months ago, right before COVID. Uh, I'll send you a picture. Of I that. have Dr. J's rookie card. His hands are as big as his screen. Oh, it's crazy. His hands. So are Michael's. But that's that's, that's what those guys don't understand. Is they're mm-hmm. yeah, they can a ball is like a tennis ball to them. Mm-hmm. So so Michael's the best player of all time. Is that what you said? You think you're watching this documentary and you you're kind of recapping and you're like, if he didn't take that break, he might have won eight straight, right? And that's unheard of. But I just think LeBron, I mean, he's on your team, you're in the finals. He's off your team, you win 10 games. Right. I think one of my friends, uh, he sent me a post of LeBron's roster when they went to the finals one year. And you're like, those guys aren't even in NBA anymore. <laughs> right. They're not any good. Like, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. Michael definitely, I mean, Michael definitely had guys put around him. So I would give him that. Yeah. I, I, I agree. What do, what do you think? You think LeBron- I, I have to pick Michael because Michael never lost, never lost the final. He's six and out. He never played in a game seven in the final. How do you argue with that? Well, he's also was, was being covered by Danny Ainge. <laughs> That's I true. Can, can you can go back generation and you can go Larry Bird was being guarded by, you know, it's like you can keep going back. In in thirty years, they'll go look who Le- was guarding LeBron. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Yeah, but I'm telling you, the, it's hard to cross. It's it's hard to cross compare generate. It is. It is. Hard. I think I think LeBron needs to win more to be in the discussion. I I, really I, I I agree with that. He does. He has, win, he has to win two more at least. Yeah, he has to win. He has, you got to win. I mean, that's it, it's not fair, but that's what the discussion is. We want to be talked about as the greatest of all time. Um, that's why Bill Russell, I think, is in that discussion because he won like ten with Celtics. I agree. Um, while Chamberlain maybe was the most dominant, mm-hmm. Russell was the winner. 
you know. Like, he also had Red Hour back. He had um, coaching at that time when it yeah. wasn't the same as it was. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and I mean, if you, you know, hoops, how many teams were in the league in the 60s? There were like six teams. It was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. <laughs> um, one thing you do to become a better coach. I, I read, I follow, excuse me, Twitter. I, I just try to soak up as, as much knowledge as I can. I just, if I can learn, I, I've learned so much just by talking with you if i can learn one or two things um, yeah the golden nuggets i refer to them as golden nuggets what's your favorite quote my favorite quote i I have it here ready for you uh the ultimate measure of a man is not whether not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy martin luther king jr that's my favorite quote my second favorite quote i love that say that again i think that's pertinent to what's going on in the world right now ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in the moments of comfort and convenience but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy martin luther king okay i'm not getting political on this but no 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 but 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 look look who's leading us anyway next You should have that tattooed on his arm. If you stop listening to me because of this, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not drinking. Yeah, I'm not drinking. This far, if they listen this far to the podcast, they you got them. I'm not. I'm not drinking Lysol. Sorry, bud. <laughs> I'm just. I'm so, done. I'm just done my, being home. I'm done. I want to go back to work. This is my second favorite quote. If Barack was running it, I'd be back at work. Anyway, go ahead. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, <laughs> leadership is a potent combination of strategy and character but if you must be without one be without strategy norman schwarzkopf i love that i love that okay i love that one all right um one one word to describe your coaching style Direct. best basketball coach of all time Mike one book you'd recommend gold standard Mike and then this is always my last question on my podcast one thing you would tell your younger self or a young coach make sure you have balance build relationships uh with your build relationships with everyone you know with the other teachers um your players your parents the media uh and try not to not try not to burn bridges you know when, when we were getting when we were getting good you know i started to get a little bit of an ego you know that happens uh and th- those are the same the same people you turn off the same people are going to try to you know burn you in the end rome, you, rome was not built in a day and yes it's like you never know who's going to open the next door my advice i'm giving to my son as he goes off to college is meet a new person every day build a relationship one new person every day every day one new person you never know when that one person's going to be there when your car breaks down on a saturday night or that one person's going to help you when times are tougher you're going to be able to help them so i mean that's you know it's one of the ten thousand people you're going to meet in your life um make and it that's a why you go to college right that's huh? the main reason you go to college is to build a network i know it really is that's part of the reason we're talking gap here it's like you can't build relationships on zoom the same yeah. way you know i, I was going to ask uh what would you tell your younger self? You've won all the state championships. Um, I would tell my younger self that you don't know everything. And as you get older, you'll know less. So find a mentor is what, I mean, I've had great mentors. So I would do that. I would find great mentors. Um, and I would always keep learning. I, I mean, I love learning, obviously. Um, I would go to school full time if I could afford it. Um, Cause I just like learning. You know, I think I know less now than, I mean, shoot in my twenties, I think I knew, I knew everything in my coaching career even and i know now i'm like older and i don't know crap like well, you can accept it you can accept that okay yeah. right yeah and it's like well and if i don't coach to, if i don't ever coach another basketball game i'm okay whatever mm-hmm. i'll go fishing whatever mm-hmm. i mean i'm okay um so 
yeah, there's a, there's a age teaches you that a little bit, I think. So that's what I would tell myself. It's like it's not life and death when you lose. And, uh, it was death when we were younger, huh? When you oh, lost. it was horrible. It was horrible. It was like, I, it was horrible. When I lost my first state championship, Wesley was a junior. He broke his hand in the state semifinal. We lost in the wow. finals. We were undefeated. Oh, I, how did he break his hand? He fallen? He, he did. He fell on it. And no one, and everyone kind of hit it. Um, he, he continued to play? He played in the finals and had like nine turnovers. So in retro, like that wouldn't happen now because I would find out what's going on. I'd use him as a decoy. I would do things differently now. So I, I always feel bad for that 04 team because I feel like I wasn't the coach I am now, um, that we should have won that um, that year. Um, so yeah, I just, yeah, th- those losses that I, I was, I think, cause you never, I never knew if I was going to go back, you know, I was at the state championship. Was it? That was the show. I thought I, and I was a show and we were in the championship and we could have won it and you go home in second place. It's like, I was talking to a coach the other day about it. It's like, I can't imagine how bad Hillary Clinton feels that close or Romney lose. I mean, when you are the second choice to be the most powerful person in the world and then one night you lose it, it's got to be horrible. Yeah, it's humbling. It's like, I don't, if that happened to me now, it w- I would be obviously sad about it, but it wouldn't be like, I mean, I don't even know why my wife didn't kick me out of the house. <laughs> swear to God. Luckily, I had young kids and young kids didn't care. Yeah. Um, they didn't care that dad was a basketball coach. They were like, geez, that would have been, yeah, true. And, you know, Emma was, yeah they were they were little things so they just were happy i was home so yeah um, yeah so that's that's what i would tell my younger self it's okay <laughs> it will be okay. well thank you coach i appreciate hey, it thank you so much this was fun a lot of fun that was a lot of fun um hey everybody i hope you enjoyed the podcast if you love it and you want to support us go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better 14 day free trial as we talk subscribe like Jump up and down. Do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.